0: to the Peaceful Ease Podcast. As always, you can join in all the fun and share with us your thoughts, your ideas, anything that comes up from listening to the episodes by using the Peaceful Ease hotline. The number for that is 424-625-5562. You can call that 24-7 and leave us your thoughts. Also, you can email us, podcast at com is the email address, and is the place on the web where you can go to reconnect with Ela, see what she's up to, and take in all the peacefulies has to offer. So check that out. Ela. how's everything going with you today?
1: Good. I've been in front of my computer all day long today working on this book project with Clive. <laughs>
0: And it's so funny you bring that up because as we were recording the last episode, I was thinking about it because I have my notes from our episodes and the book project with Clive Holmes is underlined here for whatever reason. And the thought was, I have to follow up and see, because we've mentioned it on the show in the past. I was thinking, I have to see how the project's coming along. How is it coming along?
1: Just writing this book is life-changing in a way. So I'm so happy to be involved. And you know Clive, he is... Magical. He has so much depth, so much wisdom, and he's one of those people who understand, you know, Eastern way of thinking, practices, meditation. And he has immense knowledge around Tibetan Buddhism and Zen. And then he also understands the Western way of thinking. He has a degree in philosophy and he teaches at universities. So he has both. And I'm so honored to work with him on this book project. So I've been working on it all day today, sitting in the sun. So that was nice. And there are so many gems that I feel like you can turn the book into a never-ending podcast series with Clive.
0: Since you've been working on it recently, what's one of the things that has come up that we can kind of dive into? Or one thing that maybe stands out in your mind from your work recently?
1: There are so many, but we had a discussion around something today that I can mention. So it came up from this line in Zen Buddhism They apparently say that the splitting up of all the experiences into good and bad is the sickness of the mind. And I was asking Clive about this, like, so what are we supposed to do? Because that's how we function, you know, what's good, what's bad, this is good, this is bad, good for whom, good for me, good for you, bad for you. It's just like, how do we ever step out of this thinking? I know it's dualistic thinking, but in some ways, this is how our minds function and Clive being Clive mentioned this beautiful line, and he said, The brain divides, but the heart unites. And, of course, that led to another two-hour conversation, but it answered the initial dilemma I had. How do we step out of the dualistic thinking? In some ways, we step out of it by stepping out of thinking, because thinking is in essence, is dualistic. That's how the mind works. But if you move towards your heart, then the heart is all-inclusive. It doesn't differentiate. It experiences every emotion. It experiences love, jealousy, anger, hatred, fear, joy, everything. And that's the nature of it. And that's the nature of life. And that's why I think they say one of the longest journeys we can have is Away from the mind to the heart. Because it takes so long to really settle in the heart, in our hearts, and accept life as it is and accept what it offers us.
0: I get it. I understand what you're saying intellectually, but I want to take it a step further. How do you begin to practice this?
1: Good question. And this is actually what I'm doing with Clive, like trying to solidify things and get snippets that we can take away with us and implement during the day. And he recommended that instead of seeing things through judgment, which is often good and bad, you know, right or wrong, we could see things. I mean, it's very hard to get out of judgment, but we can make this judgment a bit more useful. And he said, we can see things through, is this helpful or is this harmful? And to me, that says a lot because when you label things as good and bad, there's this judgment and there's nothing coming after it. You know, it's just bad. It's just good. That's how it is. You label it and you move on. But if you say, is this helpful? If the answer is yes, well, for whom? Can I help? You know, can I do it? Can I do something helpful? Can I do something kind? Or is this harmful? If yes, well, Why am I doing it then? Because there are so many things, I think, that we do that are actually harmful, but we do it because we think we should do it, maybe, or everyone else is doing it. So if you use this new way of thinking and go through your life, I think you can find a lot that is helpful and that you are not yet doing it and harmful and you are doing it even though it's not helping you, maybe it's harming you. For example, criticism, self-criticism. Is it helpful? Now, I can think of some people saying yes, because it gets me to do stuff. You know, if I were just happy, I would be lying on the sofa all day long and do nothing. Now, I don't know how true that is. Well, I know from working with people that that's a general concern many people have they think they should be dissatisfied with their life in order to act i don't think it's true i actually think satisfaction and a sense of achievement is a better fuel than dissatisfaction and being critical of yourself and looking at the empty part of the glass but i respect both but if you take self-criticism and say is this helpful Yes, because it gets me to do stuff. Well, is there a cost to this? Yes, it puts me down, criticizing myself. Then you can ask yourself, is there another way of thinking, another thought that would get me to do stuff without putting me down? So this helpful or harmful is a brilliant way of initiating a thought process which can turn into a healthy habit, if you like.
0: Is helpful and harmful different for different people? Because let's take it a step deeper even. We've talked in the past about how we have different personalities within ourselves and different ways of thinking. Now, when you ask that question, is it helpful or harmful, who's answering that question? And from their different perspectives, could the answer be different?
1: Very good point. And it's a tricky question, but I'm going to tackle it as much as I can. And I'm going to speak about my own experiences because I don't do internal family systems therapy, I'm not a therapist, but I have been using this therapy method on myself and doing a lot of digging, if you like. So from my understanding and experience, different parts of us can answer in different ways. Like, shall I spend the night on the sofa watching a TV series tonight? Is this helpful or harmful? And a part of us may say, yeah, that's helpful, that's what I want, I'm exhausted. Whereas another part of us may say, no, I've been wanting to go out all week and it's Friday night tonight, let's go. Now this split happens because there is no integration between these characters. When you get to know all these parts of you who want different things, who have different dreams, who have different nightmares, they get to know each other as you get to know them. Because when you discover a part of you, all other parts of you discover that part. And as they get to know each other, they start somehow working together, understanding each other. Because in the end, they all want the same thing. They all want to have a good life. And they all want to express themselves. But when the system is not integrated They can pull you towards different directions. Maybe one of them wants to go out. The other one wants to lie on the sofa. The other one wants to cook. The other one wants to have a chat with a friend on the phone. But when they are united, they act like a community and there is a united goal. And then this question would evolve to, is this helpful for the overall system? Rather than, is this helpful for me? No, then I'm not going to do it but more like, is this helpful for everyone? Is this good for everyone? If so, can I play a part in doing it? Does that answer your question? Yeah,
0: absolutely. And the next question I have for you is, since having this conversation with Clive of is it helpful or harmful, have you found yourself actively using it? throughout the day as you go along like because <laughs> yeah. you maybe you were using it before but now there's a different form of awareness around it so are you seeing it pop up over and over again
1: yeah and that's the beauty of these practices like I locked myself out the other day I left the keys in there and the door just got shut and normally I leave a door open because you know I'm still in Switzerland in the middle of nowhere so somehow I was locked out and I felt this frustration come up. And the question kicked in is this helpful? Is this frustration helping me to get into the house? (laughs) And the answer was like, no. (laughs) Okay, the situation is not helpful. It's not helpful to be locked out, but it is what it is. And frustration is not going to open the door. And it really helped me to see it and I smiled at it I was like okay here we go here's an ancient habit of judging this is a bad situation now I'm in trouble what do I do and feeling that frustration and I could slowly and gently replace that with here we go (laughs) here's a challenge so what can I do to help myself in this situation so how'd you get back in (laughs) I had left a window open. So don't ask me the details. (laughs) (laughs) So you broke
0: into your own house.
1: Yeah, through the back window. And it wasn't a nice scene, I think, for the neighbors. But hey, (laughs) my puppy was in the house. I had to get back in. You had to get in.
0: I get it. If my puppy was in, I'd have to get in too. I'd run through the window if necessary.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you have a puppy too. You know what it is like. I know
0: exactly what it's like. So I I don't judge whatsoever. I'm just glad you got back in. <laughs> but um, yeah. so, Ela, for the people listening who are, want to adopt this and want to utilize it, do you have maybe one or two tips that you can give them to utilize this in a constructive way, but not get overly critical regarding the helpful and harmful type of question?
1: Yeah, because being critical would that be helpful? Again, you know, you can just ask that, but just like. Think about very basic day-to-day situations or events or circumstances and try to kind of remember this question. It could be that maybe you get angry with someone, your partner or your colleague, and you may have a good reason for it. But just think about it. Is me yelling at this person helpful? Is that going to solve the issue? If not, how could I help myself to solve the issue? Or maybe you feel resentful towards a friend who doesn't seem to have much time for you anymore, even though you need this person. Well, is resentment helpful? Is that changing the situation? Does the person have more time for you when you resent that person? If no, what would change the situation? How could you help yourself? In a way, you're like being best friends with yourself. And as a kind of exercise, this may be a bit more advanced but i would suggest having a go just think about what kind of harmful things are hidden in your life under the mask of helpful does that make sense
0: it does but take it a little farther if you can
1: like for example shoulds you know i should go to the gym i should get this done right now today you know It may be true, it is probably better for your health to go to the gym or finish that project because it is the deadline today. But instead of should, which kind of to me suggests this force upon you, you know, puts this pressure on you, you could say could, you know. I could finish this today. I could go to the gym today. And it sounds more empowering. I could go to the gym today. Yeah, you know, hopefully I can. Yeah, let me see when I can. You know, it's just like it's more open. So changing even that word from just should to could is making a change from harmful to helpful. But you wouldn't notice this unless you thought about it. And this is what I mean with harmful things hidden under the mask of helpful.
0: That reminds me of, you know, when I'm going to the gym, I'll use the terminology a lot. And I go to the gym five days a week. I actually enjoy it, but it's the act of getting there that's the most challenging. Once I'm there, I'm good. It's just getting myself to go there. And I tend to say I have to go to the gym, which I know isn't the case. I don't have to go. And it kind of puts some pressure on me when I think about it that way. But if I say I get to go to the gym, then it becomes more exciting to me because it's something I choose to do and I get to do.
1: Yeah. It's like you have that privilege, to go to the gym right yeah so this is how you could change a slightly harmful and it's a very small example but still it has that change from negative to positive from harmful to helpful
0: great stuff as always Eli can't wait till your book comes out I can't wait to read it I know there's going to be tons more stuff in it that extrapolates even further on the helpful harmful thing but it's a great preview so to speak for us to see what's happening I love how deep it is
1: yeah Thank you. And you know, it's Clive's book and it's full of his ideas and brilliance. He's so good with words and making it available to people. I'm just helping him doing the editorial work and it's been an absolute honor and I've benefited from it massively. So it's been a pleasure to work on.
0: Well thank you for doing everything you do because you're playing a huge part in that and I get so much just from our conversation. So I know that you're gonna bring that brilliance and combine it with Clive's into the book and it's gonna be a remarkable product at the end of the day. So I can't wait
1: to see it. Thank you, Mario. Yes, I can't (laughs) That sounds very helpful. Thank you. (laughs) It's exciting.
0: I can't wait to read it. But I know that after I read it, we're going to have to talk about lots of it because I'm going to have questions and we're going to have to go deeper and explain things because it's really going to be thought-provoking. I know that for a fact because I know that you're very thought-provoking and you think through things a lot. And I like that, but it's helpful to have that. So I'm so glad you have the podcast. Because now we can take the book when it comes out and really dive in and get even more out of it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited for it. And I'm working on it as much as I can. Even if I'm sitting in the sun, I'm in front of my laptop. So it should be ready, hopefully, in a few months.
0: The only thing that could get in the way of the book project are puzzles.
1: (laughs) Don't mention that.
0: (laughs) That's for another show. But we do love puzzles.
1: Yeah, I do. I started to do puzzles and I didn't know they were so addictive. So I'll try to get a hold of myself there. But it's it's helpful. It's a helpful hobby.
0: Puzzles are helpful. There's nothing harmful about puzzles. Unless you allow them to take over everything, then it can become harmful. But if you're in control of the puzzle, it's very helpful for everyone. Hila, thank you so much again. This has been great. I love the conversation. I want to remind people Peaceful Ease Hotline. You can give us a call. Let us know what you thought of this, how you're using the helpful, harmful question in your life, and what puzzles you're working on. <laughs> 424-625-5562 is that number. You can also email us, peacefullease.com. And don't forget to check out peacefullease.com to see what Ela's up to and learn all about Peaceful Ease. Ela it's always a pleasure. Thank you so much. And I can't wait to talk to you on the next episode.
1: Thank you, Mario. And don't forget to be helpful and help yourself today.
0: Absolutely, for Hila Crane, I'm Mario Pereka. Thank you so much for listening. And we will talk to you on the very next episode of the Peaceful Ease Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Peaceful Ease Podcast. If this episode resonated with you, please share it with friends and family. Remember, the bigger the support, the more fun the journey becomes. If you'd like to get in touch with Hila, You can reach out to her at PeacefulEase.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Until next time, be kind to yourself.